0: We were trying to save the world. I was picking up the house. Why don't you put it down? Come over. Come over.
1: Welcome to Femidish, a podcast about food through a feminist lens.
0: Where we elevate the stories of women by celebrating their unique abilities to nourish themselves and one another. My name is Sandy.
1: And I'm Hope. Thanks for joining us tonight for our intro episode of our podcast. We invite you to follow us as we launch our first season. So, Sandy, how's it going?
0: Oh, well, thanks, Hope. Um, I'm doing pretty good considering all these crazy circumstances, and I'm really excited to be launching our podcast and that all of you are here to listen and follow along with us as we begin this. So I'm a professor and I have been working in the food system world um, as a professor, as a planner, as a community developer um, for about 10, 15 years now. And I am really interested in looking at and exploring the unique connection between women and food. And we can say food and feminism, we could say women in the food system, we could say people and eaters, but... There is definitely a connection there, and what I'm super excited about is being able to take the experiences that I've had and learn from the wonderful and multitude of women out there that have great things to teach us. How about you, Hope? How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm pretty good. Um, I'm a little bit bummed that you and I are having to record from a distance um, because of social distancing. It's a reality that is affecting all aspects of life. Um, But I'm really excited to launch this project that, you know, just, I guess, six months ago was kind of like a word in my head that has grown into um, quite an interesting and kind of inspiring platform.
0: Yes. Tell us about that word, Hope. What is Femidish? How did you come up with that?
1: So I love words. Um, I'm of a a budding writer. I haven't really uh, gotten out there yet, but I'm working on it. And in the meantime, I really love playing with words. And so feminish is a word that I kind of created um, by fusing feminist and dish. Um, And feminist can be defined as someone who supports feminism or the idea that women deserve political, economic, and social equality. It's a pretty like basic definition. Um, I really think dish is the more interesting aspect because it is a term to like describe like the container that holds food. It's a verb that refers to the physical act of placing food on a plate like you would in a kitchen. Like I'm dishing up the salmon. It can also be used to describe food itself, like the dish of the day. It's kind of also like a dated way to refer to a like a person's particular passion like or something they do well. And it can also be descri- like used to describe a really physically attractive person.
0: Um, You're, a You're a dish hope. You're a dish.
1: Thanks, Sandy. Thanks. <laughs> um, but actually, my favorite way to use the term dish is just kind of mean to like gossip with your friends, and sometimes it refers to gossip as in like scandalous information. And I don't know how scandalous our information will be, but <laughs> it's this idea of sharing information that really mm-hmm. made me want to include the word dish.
0: We're dishing. My, uh,
1: yeah, we're dishing, we're sharing information and through sharing information, we're hoping to learn from one another. And that's kind of, for me, the most important aspect of this project of this podcast is that it's not about Sandy. It's not about hope. It's about the people who we bring on to share their stories and, um, what Sandy and I can learn from their stories and also what our listeners can learn from their stories and how, as a community of people, we can all grow through sharing and hearing these stories. Um,
0: and all these stories that are answering the question, what is the intersection of food and feminism? Because Hope and I know it's there, and we are trying to figure it out and learn from all these different women with all these different perspectives what really that means to have an have a intersection of food and feminism. So, Hope, like you said, we've had to make some changes because of social distancing and because of quarantine Tell everyone what some of the changes that we have had to make, given to the launch of this podcast.
1: So we had set on a date for launching, or an approximate date, and we had also kind of started this partnership with a local radio station, WMPG, here in Portland, Maine. Um, and it had been our plan to record live in their studio. Um, with the biggest benefit of that arrangement for us being professional audio editing, Um, because of social quarantining, we decided to temporarily at least not record in the studio and to record virtually using some wonderful platform I've discovered here. Yes, Um, Technology is amazing, I will say that, but it means that I am actually our current audio engineer
0: and I have zero...
1: Zero audio engineering experience or knowledge. Um, So I'm going to ask that our listeners kind of bear with us for this first season. We do hope to get back in the studio and we do hope to be working with a professional um, audio editing team in the near future. I felt that these stories that we had gathered were important enough that we shouldn't wait to share them. And some of them in this first season, I felt were time sensitive because they discuss life under quarantine and how that's affected businesses and how it's affected food service workers and farmers. Um, And so I didn't feel it was appropriate to wait too long to kind of put out some of those stories. So we're just kind of hunkering down and pressing on.
0: Hunkering down and pressing on. I love that. And that's exactly right, that we wanted to still connect with these women. We wanted to hear from them. We wanted to learn from them. Some of the discussions that we've been having focus a lot more on the situation right now with coronavirus in the United States and other countries. And some of them don't. Some of them really focus on what the women have researched, what they've learned, what their perspectives are in other ways. So it's a very good mixture of what life is like right now. We need to address the things that are going on, but sometimes we don't need to address them and we don't need to focus on them. And I've really appreciated that about so many interviews that we've had. If you have any desire to learn more about Hope and myself and about Femidish, you can go onto our website at femidish.com. That's F-E-M-I-D-I-S-H dot com. And we have a blog page where we write about lots of different topics and things that are on our mind at the moment. We also take uh, blog contributors. So if there's anyone out there that you are interested in sharing some of your thoughts. Uh, we are excited to hear from all of you. What we really want to do with Femidish is create a community where women can gather to talk about these things. So we hope one day to also be in person with all of you, celebrating and, and ce- celebrating the launch of the podcast and celebrating other events in person and create a community outside of just podcasts and listening and the virtual space. We can't wait to be in person with you all learning and talking and connecting that way.
1: So Sandy, you had mentioned that you were a city planner and you have worked in, um, food systems for many years now. What inspired you to focus on food?
0: That is a wonderful thought and question. I share, I think a similar view with definitely the ladies that we've interviewed, but also other folks that work in this world of food, is that because food is something that we eat every day, we think about every day, we purchase every day, um, it's part of our daily routines that it is something that connects all people. And you can get at so many different issues through the lens of food. You can look at social issues, there's economic issues, there's equality issues, there's environmental issues, and whatever you, whatever your work is within the food system is going to touch other parts of the world too. So there's a lot of, of things to be learned through food and there's also a lot of work to be done. So I think I'm, I really have an environmental bend in my, in my own values and so much of of food production, and food harvesting, and distribution, and eating. You can look at so many different environmental issues and address so many of them on a really, really, really large and impactful scale through food. So that's just one example of how my own values line up with the food system, and also me personally, like, love eating, care about local food, (laughs) and (laughs) so it's something that I know I think about all day, like, waking up thinking what I'm having for dinner, and what I can prepare now, what's in the fridge, and how not to waste it, and it's, I, it's something I focus my life around. So in my own daily life, so it, it seemed natural that I would go into this sort of field for my own values and um, just how I live my life anyway.
1: I, I, t- I totally agree. My husband gets so annoyed because, you know, like the minute he wakes up, I'm like talking about what we should have for dinner. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about anything beyond coffee. Um,
0: so what so brought yeah. you to then to this project?
1: It, so this project... Um, You know, literally was a little bit of a whim where someone was like, why don't you have an internet presence related to the food work you've done? Because I have worked in food systems, I want to say my entire life, because I started culinary school at a technical high school when I was 14 years old and I started cooking professionally very shortly there but, um, I grew up in rural Massachusetts, Western Massachusetts, where, you know, from a very young age, I remember being on, um, dairy farms and apple orchards, kind of like lending a hand. I, you know, would help bring in the hay before the rain would come in. Um, and then take a shower and go to my job as an expediter in a local kitchen. <laughs> so really my whole life was just so centered on food. Um, And so I was looking for a niche kind of, you know, there's so many food bloggers. And so this suggestion of like, make yourself an internet presence. I took it seriously, except I didn't want to just repeat what everyone else was saying. I didn't want to just go out and be like, this is how you bake banana bread, because you could probably search YouTube and find, you know, a thousand banana bread tutorials. (laughs) And I just realized there was like this lack of discussion specifically around the relationship between women and food. And because my own identity as a woman... And just as a person is so intertwined with food, whether it's milking a cow or cooking behind a line or just talking to my husband about what's for dinner obnoxiously at eight in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it just was such a big part of my life that I was like, it's, it's obviously a big part of other women's life. And I would like to hear what that relationship is like for them. Is it similar to mine? Is it different than mine? Is it innately unique because we're all women? Um, Or does that really have nothing to do with it? And so it was kind of this desire to figure that out. Like, is my experience because I'm a woman? Is it not because I'm a woman? How far does that go? How far does that concept apply? Um, And so I'm really excited because I've through the interviews, I've heard um, some stories that I'm, able to relate to in a very significant way and others that are incredibly interesting. And I've learned a ton from, but they're very different than mine. And, and that's exciting for me. Cause that was really what I was hoping to do with this is to create a platform that we could share the widest range of voices that we could possibly share when it comes to this unique experience of being a woman and your relationship to food. And maybe I should say it directly. Our, our use of women is, or the, the term woman is the probably the loosest way we could use that term. Um, so basically any female-identifying
0: person. Great. Yeah, that's a really important distinction. This is definitely meant to be an inclusive project. And uh, however you come to the table and however you come to this project is going to be welcomed and we would really encourage anyone out there who, if you have suggestions for other women or topics that we are not discussing or you haven't heard from, which I'm sure at the beginning, there's going to be lots of that. Um, please, <laughs> please email us and let us know. This, is, this isn't just Hope and I deciding who we want to interview. We, we need to know who those people are and whose stories need to be elevated and who, um, who might be missed. So you can email us at femidish, F-E-M-I-D-I-S-H at gmail.com and let us know um, any comments, questions, and definitely suggestions. And like Hope said, one thing that's really exciting to me about this uh, this project is that there doesn't seem to be a wealth of this kind of topic out there. We have been searching and looking, and there, especially when it comes to podcasts, there's not really this topic being discussed explicitly. So to me, Femidish is meant to be
1: a platform for sharing information and for learning, and I have this really strong feeling that if we do this correctly, that Sandy and I should feel pretty embarrassed when we listen to these first. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to be quite frank, um, because the hope is is that right now, in comparison to our future selves when we're several seasons into this project, um, we're really naive and our worldview should be way limited right now compared to what it will be someday after we learn from so many um, different beautiful people and their unique stories. And so I just, I thought that was important to highlight because first of all, just for our own sakes, don't be too hard on us. Um, We're doing this because we want to learn from others. And we recognize that the way we currently see things or our understanding of a subject might be limited, um, probably is. (laughs) And that, the only way to expand that understanding is, is through listening and learning from others.
0: Um, Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree, Hopin. I a really good friend of mine who was actually a podcast similar to this one, a, a, a project partner and inspiration on this topic, she told me a quote, and I believe it was from Ira Glass, but she brought it to my attention that said that you may have taste, but you don't have skill. (laughs) And that might not be the exact quote, but the idea is that, you know, you might know where you want to be or what you want to do, but you're not, you don't quite have the skills to get there yet. So when it comes to even some of the tangible things, like maybe the sound, but also just even as Hope so wonderfully put it, um, our future selves are going to know a lot more than our current selves do. and that's and that's the goal. And that's what we hope. and we hope that that continues to go on and on and on. And you all, along with us, will also have more knowledge and more insight and more questions and more perspective and uh, the ability to gain more perspective through learning more information.
1: So Sandy, now that we've hopefully piqued the interest of anyone listening to this introduction, How can they find out more?
0: Absolutely. All kinds of ways. The internet is a wonderful place. So I mentioned our website. You can find our blog posts. You can find more information about Hope and I and our mission. You can get some branded merchandise, which everyone wants. So you can get stickers and mugs and uh, we can purchase some of those things in our store. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, both at Femidish. That's F-E-M-I-D-I-S-H. On our Instagram, we highlight the women that have come on the show and the work that they're doing. We will keep you updated on what episodes we have coming up. Uh, You can DM us there on Facebook or Instagram and uh, send us comments and questions and suggestions for people. Um, But it's also a great way to learn about the this community and we share, we try to share and elevate and highlight all the good work that they are doing too. So Uh, follow us like us um and stay with us as we are get this project going we're really excited to have you and thank you so much for listening
1: and for any of you who love our music the song is an original piece called come over by patty carpenter and you can find more of her music at Mm dfjbmusic.com
0: We were trying to save the world. I was picking up the house. Why don't you put it down? Come over. Come over.